Learn more about the albums you love with Dissect, a music analysis podcast hosted by me, Cole Kushner, a lifelong musician and composer. Each season of Dissect dives deep into a single album, forensically dissecting the music, lyrics, and meaning of one song per episode. Our newest season is covering Tyler the Creator's Igor, a beautifully honest album in which Tyler explores love, communication, masculinity, and truth. Listen to Dissect today only on Spotify, because great art deserves more than a swipe. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mr. Mac Mania, we will never take us alive. Gotta think about the drama inside. No Mr. Mac Mania. Welcome to the must see, most must listen to podcast. You know, imaginable. Like, welcome to Mac Mania. No, 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 no. <laughs> People are like, who the, who, the, who the hell is this? Guy? Listen, y'all. No, Mac, listen, Mac Mania podcast, y'all. We back in the building. We got the Brian H. Waters on the ones and twos. He's on the ones and twos. And we got Jack Farmer doing his thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's hanging out. And we got Flobo Boys. He's at a different setting. He's somewhere else. He's on. He's on. He's on assignment. But even when he's on assignment, he still pull up. I'm trying to he get the championships like you guys. Like got the <laughs> wrestling realm champion, the NSA championship. I'm just trying to go on. <laughs> yes, this is We do got two title holders on here. We got mm-hmm. two title. We got the wrestling realm champion in the back. We got the NSA champion right here with no title. But you know what I mean. It's a, it's a title in my mind. You know what I mean. This is you know what I mean. It's, it's like it's like it's like a beautiful mind. Or it's like we had to get like, that belt designed know? for you. Yo, dude is going to listen. Yeah. listen. Someone's like, no, you got to get that belt. I go, you do? I feel like that belt, like having a belt is against what that whole championship stands for. Right. Like right. if you have a belt, then you've, yeah. got, you've worked too hard. It kind of ruins the mystique. Champion. Yeah, it kind of ruins the mystique <laughs> if I actually earned a, earn a strap. No, nah, because <laughs> you're supposed to sit. You're supposed to just sit on the couch with the belt. Oh, with the day. title. You ride the all I'm day. You, it, doing nothing. For the photo op, it's worth the photo op. I just want to have like some like real, like like somebody that's really just like real, like a real black, black guy that we know. Like we like, like Wesley Snipes is like on the belt. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, so you know what I mean? What's the most quintessential like, black guy? You know what I mean? It's just like, 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 like Uncle Ben. <laughs> like Uncle Ben. You know, he's sitting on the he's sitting on the belt with like with just with his all in all his splendor, like Thanos. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta so everybody listen to me. We gotta find the who's who represents blackness in its purest form. And I want his silhouette of him on the title. You know what I mean? What's my dude <laughs> who played on? Generation. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna come newer. The guy who played in uh, Black Panther. Oh, Snapple Chadwick. Ooh, that's not bad. Oh, him, I, and, and I just said the wrong movie in my head. I, I was, say, I said Black Panther, but I was seeing uh, Huey. Not Huey New. Is it Huey New? You know what movie I'm trying to talk about? Um. The, 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 the Black Huey Panthers. The not, oh, no. like, oh, oh, you're talking about the, Judas and the Black Messiah. That one, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, 
yeah, that, yeah, now that, yeah, that. Yeah. I would actually feel, I would actually feel like I couldn't wear it if he, because he was like a brother, 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 brother. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm gonna wear my activist belt to stay at home. That makes oh no sense. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! But listen, y'all, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, and I'm trying to get this title. And y'all, listen, y'all, y'all love me. Y'all give me the NSH title. I'll wear it all day. Damn it! You'd be surprised. <sighs> a fan might send it in. So listen, and then when you do, you get the because I think yeah, Fred Fred Hampton is who we're talking about. Get a get a yep. nice silhouette of the great Fred Hampton. Oh my title, brother, brother. Listen, quick shout out, y'all. <laughs> we done went off the rails already. Oh my god, three man. minutes into the so show, stupid. Listen, oh here we go. Oh yo, um, shout out yes, Guru Vane. You listen to your boy, man. Listen, my man, all the way from Nigeria, listens wow. to the show, brother. Not a Nigerian oh, wow. in America. Yeah. A Nigeria in Nigeria, a Nigerian in Nigeria listens to the I mean, show. That's where so from, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, but you know what I mean, though. If I would have <laughs> said I was a Nigerian, no, no, I'm just trying to say. Think about it. If I could, I could have said like, yo, a German guy listens to the show, be like, oh, in America, that's cool. It's much cooler that a Nigerian in Nigeria listens to the show. That means the Mac Mania podcast is reaching them all the way in the dark continent that is Africa. Now, my brother, now, my brother, I really appreciate you listening to us because that, that is a, that is a, that is definitely a far distance to listen to us each week. We say you listen to us each week, every week. And you listen to all, all, all the fellas on our rants and all us just talking all ish, all out of wrestling. So Guru Vane, my man, my brother, I really appreciate you for listening to us and taking the time and just um, dropping that word, man. And um, literally, man, shout out to, shout out to America all the way to Nigeria, brother, brother, we connecting transcontinental daddy. Whoa, <sighs> yeah, it really is, bro, bro. It really is, brother. Oh, and, and don't make me forget my man Benjamin Black putting us over, brother, brother. Hold on, let me let me let me read what he said though, man, because I hate when I don't I don't properly put somebody over. Right. Uh, ben, ben, yeah, Ben Ben Black, Ben Black, da da da, da yeah. Oh, Mac Mini Podcast, highlight of my week. You and the boys put a smile on my face without fail every time, brother, brother. Yeah. Shout out to Ben Black. I really appreciate you as well, my man. You know I gotta give the shout out to the people that take the time to shout us out. And um, I like putting it at the top of the show because I want everybody to listen to the show to know that I'm putting people over, brother. Yeah, well, if we're putting people over, I want to give put a them shout over. out put everybody to over. Malcolm Godwin Esquire, by oh, the way, bro. for sharing everything. that uh, no, for, for sharing my comments on Instagram no. about Seth Rollins because they were absolutely correct. But gotta, I refuse gotta to give that guy props. I refuse to give that guy props. <laughs> Malcolm, who are you talking about? Who's Jack props? Okay. I mean, Jack too. No. Only y'all get no props. Malcolm, brother, brother Malcolm, I appreciate you. Um, guys, yeah, we had we had us listen. There's always some wrestling going on. There's always some stuff going on in the wrestling sphere, whether it's whether it's hyperbole, whether it's dirt sheets, whether it's real life, whether it's in ring, whether it's out ring. You know, there's always something going on. And um, yeah, listen now. Listen, I'm about, I'm about, I'm bouncing around, but I do before we started on a positive note. Um, I thought it was really interesting to see. Um, well, listen, shout out to Wesley, shout out to your brother. Listen to me, shout out to Wesley for winning the North American title. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been a fan of Wesley. Whether he was, whether he was in MSK, not even know what the hell MSK was, but all I knew was that the, the, um, the tag team was really good. They're really, they're, they're refreshing. They're classic, uh, classic quintessential tag team as far as how they work in the end ring together, doing a lot of different things. He's a, he's a super talent. And the one thing that we always get bogged down in when, when sometimes when they see brothers like doing a lot of stuff, like, well, he's really athletic. Yeah. Well, okay. That's, that's part of it. <laughs> okay. I want to give a special shout out to that brother. 
Um, no, seriously, I, no, like, like seriously, brother, put him over. Yeah, because um, in 2013, this was at MCW wow. Pro Wrestling, formerly known as Maryland Championship Wrestling. He was, um, I was there with um, uh, Amber Rodriguez, and she, at that night, she and Jessica Carr, the, you know, the lady ref, uh, Lady Jess, they were in a match against each other. So earlier, it, to open the show, um, Wesley, I almost called him by a shoot name, Wesley and his tag partner at the time, they were just getting into the business. Damn. They had the first match. Of course, you know, they did the honors. The thing I noticed about that kid being backstage was he was sitting down in front of the monitor watching the rest of the show. And I, I looked at my boy, um, Evan, you know him, uh, Blizz. I looked at Blizz. I said, wow. I said, I like that. And he said, that kid is going to be someone special. Ooh. I would see him a few years ago at CZW, and him and Swerve were putting on bangers um, after bangers there at PWG and other places. So to see him go from there to Impact to NXT, it was nice to see him win tag titles. But when I saw that moment on Saturday night, I was so proud. And I saw him at Wale Mania. And we always talk about wrestlers that change once they get a little bit of fame. But we never really put over the people that remain the same, that remember yep. the humble beginnings. And he spotted me before I saw him. I'm, you know, I'm a nobody, you know. And, oh, I boo. <laughs> and so he goes, yo, what's up, bro? And I was like, hey, man, it's good to see you. I said, bro, you ain't never changed. He said, come on now. Why would I do that? You know, so I, I definitely want to take time out to, you know, give him a shout out. Jack knows he works with uh, independent wrestlers all the time. Mm -hmm. You see different attitudes. You see people had their ups and downs yeah. and whatnot, you know, yeah. but this guy's never changed. And when I saw that moment with him at HBK, man, it almost brought a tear to my eye. Yeah, that's why, that's why he's on the run. That's why he's on the rundown, brother. He's on the rundown for many reasons. He's on the rundown because of those stories like that. But he's also on, a, on, the, on the rundown for being um, a wrestler that's on the indies that's, 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 transitioning to the mainstream is that's you know what i'm saying he's on the he was on the independence he, he um earned his stripes on the independence he worked his way up we're talking about nine years now and almost a, a decade into the business like you know state has to having to stay healthy having to stay humble having to do this having to do that working his way to nxt winning the nxt north american championship and he's here right now and it's like i said it's a great moment when you win a major title in an industry you know what I mean? In the industry as prominent as WWE, whether it's NXT, whether it's the main roster or SmackDown and Raw. So, so shout out to Wesley for actually like, like I'm a, cause I'm a big, I'm a big fan. You know what I mean? He's mm -hmm. always, he's, he's always had a kind word every time I've um, said something to him over a, a sugar saying he's always had a kind word and he's a, and he's a good person who um, deserves great things. Like I can say that's just a great moment, great moment with HBK, great moment for him to, to win the title. Um, I'm sure he'll be a worthy champion and, can't wait to see what's next for him because I never thought I would see him as a singles competitor, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Not for a while. And then some some circumstances happened where he had to become that. And I'm sure it shocked him. But mm -hmm. but he but he's not like it's not like just like, just like you said, you were telling me he was doing solo matches with Swerve. So he he just had to tap back into that. So it's really good to see. Yeah, and, and speaking of him becoming a singles competitor after being a tag team, of course, I like everyone. I loved MSK. They were great, man. Stuff stuff happened. He had to become a singles competitor. And I think that's one of the things that makes this win so special is this wasn't something that I think was in the cards or planned or something he expected a year ago and was able to pivot to some, with something that was probably very difficult, still make the best of it. And the thing that really stood out to me about Wesley after uh, he went singles was his ability to emote 
sorrow and emote difficulty. I think a lot of wrestlers, when they go to try to emote, the first thing they do is anger because that's that's the easiest. I guess the easiest. I'm not an actor, so I maybe I can't say it. But <laughs> like, <Jack. laughs> it, it's you know being like I'm an anger person or whatever. But to do that, that's something you don't see a lot of wrestlers do to go the sad route or to go the this is affecting me emotionally route and to make something out of that, I think was a risky choice that obviously paid off. And uh, also something that made him stand out to me as a performer overall. Yeah. Shout out to your boy. Um, to, to add one more thing onto that too, is you talk about how he's been working for nine years now to get here, to get to this point. And I think we need to embrace just how big of a deal stuff like the North American championship is because Sometimes you'll see comments on uh, on Twitter or whatever where someone's like, I can't believe someone's being wasted. They're only, quote unquote, this champion or they're only doing this. And I think we need to stop and step back every now and again and realize that the, the North American championship is the culmination of a decade's worth of work. Mm-hmm. You know, the U.S. championship can be a career's culmination of work. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to start appreciating when people get these big moments instead of thinking they should be more or there should be something different. This is a big deal to be a champion in the WWE. Oh, to be to be to be a cool thing to be a champion on any major platform. Not even not even the E. Uh, yeah. New New Japan, New Japan, Ring of Honor, AEW, wh- wh- wherever. When you're if you're at a if you're at a top flight thing respectfully impact if you're at a top flight thing respectively and you have a major title in that company it's a big deal and and no one can and i can and i can never i'll never say which titles mean more to what promotion uh, you know i'm not going to do that that's not fair to the, the people that work hard to get it that a major title in a in a wrestling promotion get paid to work is 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 worth is, is worth is worth is, is worth something because because of what you put into it in in the in the in the in the bump in the bumps you take, I don't care how safe you are. Those bumps are mm-hmm. bumps, flat back bumps on wrestling rings are the real deal. Anybody that doesn't doesn't think it was, go find one and t- try one, and you'll have a healthy new respect for wrestlers. So mm-hmm. yeah. so um so so it's a big deal no matter who wins it, no matter when they win it, from U.S. title to North American Championship to like whatever the AEW Diet Coke Championship, whatever the one they they shelling out that day, <laughs> it's still it's still. <laughs> It's still a worthy title, <laughs> brother, brother. You, me, Daiko <laughs> Championship tonight. That kind of sounds kind of flames. Well, if you do it like that, Flobo, I'm down, brother. If it was and a Pepsi the new, it'd be worth a lot of money. Oh, I'm here bro. you effing god! Oh, propaganda. <laughs> Shout out to Wesley, baby. Yo, Wesley, you putting you over, man. No Brian cropping that out, man. So we putting you over, daddy. <laughs> because you can think about it, man. Um, yeah, wait, wait, oh, so wait, there was a um, was there because I, I think I might have missed the back end of it. There was a there was a, was a Dominic Dajakovic reference. Was there a, is that happening? Is yeah, that about, is that about a, is that about to happen? Yeah, he's it, the video is him burning the mask. So it looks like maybe we're getting Praise uh, be to God. The other Dom coming back. You were <laughs> Praise a be Praise be to the Lord. No, hell no, ain't no T-Bar fan. No, and <laughs> oh. It's amazing how you what? can make somebody different when they're the same. It's insane. I I'm just calling it how I see it. I get T Bar not being as flamed as Dominic Not even close. He ain't even a flicker. He ain't even a sparkler. The ones you give your children at Fourth of July. Not even a pop it. Not even a. Not even. Not even a. Whatever. You know what I mean. Not even a. 
Yeah. Not even like the snake that comes. <laughs> oh, you ain't wow. even the snake. Not even the wow. snake, brother. The one T-Bar fan at home was probably crying listening to this right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way, by the way, to the family that was popping off fireworks to like 10 o'clock in the morning, 10 o'clock at night, scaring my dogs, giving my dogs anxiety. If y'all listen to the sound of my voice, kick rocks. What got my dog, it? got my dog stressing out 10 p.m. knowing damn well that's past, damn near past the noise ordinance law around here, brother. And you over here shenanigans. My dog having an anxiety attack, my other dog having a panic attack, and I didn't like it. Continue, Flo Bob. <laughs> Trig you triggered me with fireworks, brother. It happened last <laughs> night. I was pissed. Go ahead, man. I, I was so too. pissed. Dude, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I walked yeah. out. The, I swear to you, dude, I walked up the hill. I, yeah. I said, where is this? Where are these fireworks at? Because it's getting ridiculous. What are we celebrating? Listen, now, now here it goes. Of course, I of course, there's a moment where I feel like a douchebag, but it's okay. We're gonna get to the douchebag part. Because I like to keep it all the way 100. Okay. And and so I'm walking up the hill and I'm hearing the fireworks pop up for hours. I'm like, okay, you know what? I gotta go up there now because my dogs, my dogs are tripping. And I don't like it. Bro, we're about about two and a half, bro, for real. I was like, bro, all through raw. All through raw. I go, okay, you know what? I go up the hill. And um, of course, of course, because I was really, because I was thinking there's going to be some little whippersnappers out there. And I was going to be like, yo, what the F y'all doing? Like straight up like an old man. And here I go. Of course, it's this nice Indian family repping like the, the holiday. Diwali. Yes, Diwali. yes, oh. yes. Festival of Diwali. course, it. of course, it's some lovely, beautiful Indian family doing their thing. So as soon as I hit the hill, I'm like, God, it's very cute. Cute little babies running around, cute little family running around. So I instantly, instantly turn into a regular person. And I was like, and I go, all right. Y'all go, I go, I went from like, yeah, what the F to like, uh, what time are you guys going to be done here? That's what I was like. All you had like to a, do is this. Yeah, like a, Which is the shirt you got <laughs> on right now. I wish I had it on last night. But no, but no, I was like, I was like, yeah, oh, we're almost done. I go, okay, all right. And I go backstairs. I wish I could tell the story differently, but that's what happened. I mean, what, <sighs> what, what this says is, Face turn is what he's saying. He ain't speaking the, fast. Yeah, Evan Mack had a huge face turn. It's like and, the opposite and he's not, of the whole. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever say I'm a bad person, man. Yeah, I was about to say, he's not a bad guy. So, Evan, if you're saying if it was some whippersnappers, you would have been me. Yes! If it yeah. was some stupid kids just doing stupid stuff, that was, listen, that was a legitimate, that's a legitimate celebration of that culture. Legitimate. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And they was turning up and everybody looked beautiful and the food smelled delicious. All right, I'm hating. Okay, I'm done. You triggered me, Flobo. I get to one firework, like they'll shoot off a firework just one by itself, and then that's it for the night. And then three it was nights insane. later, it'll be one firework. I'm like, what are you doing? Who's in there? Look, listen, in my defense, there was mm -hmm. like, they were popping off legitimate. They, were, they weren't like, boo, 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 boo. they were like, well, I look, if they put it like this, if I'm like hundreds of feet away and I can see it in the sky, like the boosh, I was like, what the hell? where they get these at? <laughs> These are like, it was like the diet version of the ones you see when you're like going somewhere to watch them. Like for real, it was popping. Maybe it was like a party. I kind of want to go. I was, trust me, everyone <laughs> looked lovely. No, it is a turn up. It is. And I walked up and I was like, now I went from being angry to jealous in like three seconds. So <laughs> I was like, why not a party this? 
<laughs> the plates were that's where they were packing up the plates in the, tra- the trash can through. I was like, smells delicious. Yeah, you said the food was smelling good. No, yeah. but listen, I'm, I'm trying to be mean here, but I can't I, I, be mad. I, I, dude, I'm afraid. I said, can we talk? Once, can we talk about? Mad. Yeah, yeah, because you, you're going down a rabbit hole. And it, now yeah. go ahead, try to defend your T-bar point, brother, Look, brother. T-bar didn't hit, and I was surprised T-bar lasted the yeah. longest out of recognition. Yeah. I didn't think that it was going to happen at all. But yeah. the one thing I did not appreciate. About Donald mm-hmm. Dijakovic. I'm talking about Dijak, I'm talking about Dijakovic and NXT. Mm-hmm. Right. I didn't, I didn't quite feel the character got over. The feaster eyes did not. I hate that. When, yeah. he, when I they had the bell that. rang and he rang when he wrestled with Keith Lee, like, he's oh, a bad wow. boy. So I mean, that's what I'm waiting on to see that part of, of what this new version of Dijakovic. You're making a strong point there, Flobo, because mm-hmm. I think we got lost in the shuffle. How much we like the banger match he would have with the Keith Lee, the great feud he had with Keith Lee. But what I, what you're right about that, that feature eyes is doo doo. Listen, Dominic, if you listen to sound my voice, don't do that. Don't come back with that feature eyes foolishness. Yeah, that was dumb. No, 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 don't come back. Don't come back. Don't come back with that feature eyes foolishness. But I, but I, I think. Part of us as wrestling fans get excited because he's just not that thing we hated anymore. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I, think, right. I think we get, I think there's a part of us that are like, we don't give a damn what he does <laughs> as long as we see that. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like that, that Marseille and Monsois thing is hilarious to me. I think it's yes. gold. I think it's gold, man. I really do because it's their names still. Like that's hilarious. It's yeah. still he's still Mace, but he's not. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and I like and I and I and I like Mansoir. I like that. I like Mansoir because he's he's he like Ali, but quieter because he's quieter than Ali. Ali's more vocal. He's been trying to rail rail against rail rail, rail against the stereotype and shoehorn them into um like you know his his culture too. You know what I mean? But in a different way. He's proud of his culture, but he's been trying to like kind of shield people away from like saying that he's just this guy or he's just that uh a, a quote unquote terrorist or a quote unquote this. So I, I like I love that because there, there's, there's something totally different. So so when if Dominic come back and he's burning a mask or whatever I, if he he says feast your eyes when he walks out there and says feast your eyes I'm gonna tell you right now I'm gonna have a meltdown. I'm gonna have a meltdown, but I said, but it's, but just like we we all know how it goes, man. Wrestling fans are rarely ever happy for, for, more, like, hey, for more than hey, six when seconds. When are you gonna be done? When are you gonna be done, Dominic? Yeah, <laughs> Co- collectively, <laughs> wrestling fans, I think, have been happy for a total of six seconds as a whole. Yeah, we're, we're, right. yeah, <laughs> we're we're happy for like five seconds. Like, no, nah, we're not happy. Yeah, he's gonna come out. They're like, I'm so glad he's back. But before the match is over, they're gonna say he's being shoved down our throats. Yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, uh, so yeah, listen, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. Excited to see what happens. Um, I think because I think he's a great wrestler, just being himself. He's a big, he's a big man. He's he can move, he moves pretty well. Um, I, like I said, I like that how NXT gets treated. I like they don't we, listen. We can call it whatever you want to call it. And I like I said, I don't think it's bad to call something developmental. I don't. Even. I think I think that turns that that's a negative word that to develop. But I don't. But but I like that. I like that. Veteran wrestlers go down the wrestler have matches. I like that there's the younger wrestlers they're trying to build. I like that a person like Dominic, who's now kind of a um an NXT veteran, comes back and 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 gets and does things. I like that people want to be active and wrestle and be on a TV programming and not necessarily of course it's upsetting. You want to be on that WrestleMania card. You want to be on that SummerSlam card and that, that Rumble card. And I, I understand that. But I like that wrestlers sometimes can be like, you know what? This is still a legitimate brand on a legitimate on, on network television. There's titles here. There's banger matches. NXT, what's NXT known for? Banger matches. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows anytime you go to an event and before before when they were stacking them like they did, and everyone would leave those events, they would be like, 
dang, WrestleMania got a tough act to follow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They, that was always like the sentiment amongst the crowd I'm, I'm, if you're talking to people. So I like that he's back. I like that Apollo came back. I like those kind of things. Why sit in the back and catering? Something you know what I mean? Why? why? And something I, I read this on Twitter. I wish I had the, the handle so I could give proper credit, but I saw someone say, and I think this is true, developmental doesn't necessarily mean you don't know how to wrestle or that you have mm-hmm. to develop as a wrestler. Sometimes it's developing a character or a spin on a character. And NXT gives you the flexibility to try something out. And if it doesn't work, try something different. And we don't hold you to it quite as much. I mean, I look at a Joe Gacy and he's had like five different variations of his character. And whether you like him or hate him or whatever, he's getting the opportunity to try different things before he goes to a Raw or a SmackDown where once he's locked in, he's kind of locked in and he can't really move around anymore. And that's part of what development is. And so I think like a Dijakovic going to NXT is great because as we talk about with his Feast Your Eyes thing, he can try something different. And if it doesn't work, he can try something else and try something else. And we're not going to hold it against him for trying to try different things out before going permanently in back to the main roster. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, It's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yeah, and that's another thing. Like this WWE, they actually wrestle a certain way and a certain style. So that's definitely where a lot of their developmental actually comes in. Because what's so crazy is a lot of the wrestlers that come to developmental that aren't, that aren't like from college, which I don't know if this is the best experiment because everyone thinks they're going to get a Bianca Belair, but they're not. But um, so, so I, think that, I think that ultimately they're going to find out that whole, it's, it's, you trust me, you gotta, I think you have to love wrestling. Yeah. I think you have to love, we'll, we'll get to that a different day, but I think you have to love wrestling. There's a reason why Gable Stevenson didn't work out. You know what I mean? It's just, you have, you, I know what they're looking for. They're, they're looking for that lightning in bottle with some of the greatest, some of the greatest you've ever seen that used to wrestle the, the Zigglers and the, and the Gables and the, the ADs and things like that, that we can mold them, but WWE wrestles a certain way. So a lot of people come there and they have to unlearn some of the habits they have to learn the WWE way. So that's another reason why the developmental comes into play. You know what I mean? So, <clears throat> but um, if I start going on that rabbit hole, yeah, that's a big, uh, that's a big topic, but I, I think I part of the same thing. If you do not love wrestling, I mean, love it. Nah, I watched it once. No, I mean, love it. Love, love, yeah. love, love. I mean, it's, I, my basketball, once the road trips happen. That's my basketball really career declined. The second I uttered the words, I was like sitting, I was laying in the bed. I don't want to play no more. I like said it to myself. This is when I was in like the midst of my prime. I was never the same, ever the same. I just uttered the words. The second I stopped loving basketball is the second my career ended. There's no way anybody's different than me. No way in hell. There's no, cause it's, it's something you have to do. You have to wake up. You have to work out. You have to eat healthy. You have to drink healthy. You have to do, the second I was like, I'm, I don't want to do this shit anymore. 
is no, the no, second. No, no, uh, every, everything fell apart, dude. Go ahead, bro. I was going to say, Kobe said the same thing. It fell Wait, apart, remember, dude. Everything fell apart, man. He said in the press conference, I don't want to do this anymore. And he said afterwards. <laughs> Kobe? You know, like, if Kobe said it. <laughs> yeah. And only thing he probably, he said, um, you know, God rest his soul, that they asked him, like, when's the last time he played? He said, man, just probably shooting around with his daughters in the backyard. But he never, like, had an interest, like, playing pickup games anymore. And, you know, so, like, what you saying, man? Geez. You lose that hunger, bro. You lose a hunger or the mm. desire to do anything athletically or even something creatively. I don't care if you're a damn painter. I don't care if you're a sculptor, whatever. I'm just saying, just make sure y'all ready. I'm just saying, man, like, it's it's cool. Contracts. I'm like, okay. Just make sure you want to take them flat back bumps and that travel schedule. And I, I'm j- all right. I love it. <laughs> I, 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 okay, cool, man. <laughs> cool. And that promo classes and that promo work, acting. And, all right. It's, it's, what I'm trying to say is this, this craft no disrespect to anybody's making their, their whatever that happened for them. This craft here, there's the, the this, man, is a one to me is a one percent of the earth they can do what these guys do, what these ladies do. Mm-hmm. Truly, it's one. Evan, why didn't you wrestle? I did not have the desire to, and I, and I, I'm 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 one of those people that I don't like taking spots of people if I'm not 100 percent committed, because yeah. that's a spot that someone else deserves. That's 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 me. I'm I'm weird when it comes to certain things like that. I, I, even if I could have snuck in athletically, I don't deserve to do that. I don't deserve to have someone's spot because I could, I could do it. That spot is reserved to a person who deserves that spot. That spot is reserved for a person that, that works harder than me and wants to be there. Not a person that just gets to pull up and just be there because they can be there. Do you want to be there? So I've never wanted to take a spot on any level, anything, Unless I felt like I was the best at it. And that definitely goes for wrestling. Man, I thought about it like many times, like, man, I should have did that. And like, then I started getting older. I was like, man, I should have did that. But I was like, do I really want to do that? And I just kept thinking about the schedule. <laughs> I, was just thinking, yeah. I was thinking about the schedule and, think, and little things. And I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't deserve to be in, in, uh, next to somebody in some training thing, some open training thing if I don't really want to do this. That place is reserved for superstars that want to be there and are dedicated to their craft. And that goes for anybody. I don't give a damn what these people say. You better want to be there. Yeah. Because <laughs> that place will humble you, and you will feel out of place, and you will be like, what the hell's going on? And there is yada, nothing quite like it. Like, you think like, like a Cirque du Soleil, for example, they will go to like a region for a week and do venues in that region and then move on. But you're yeah. going 400 miles a night, 300 miles a night, in the middle of the night. It's like, it is it is rough. And we're talking to Miz about that at SummerSlam, because after you work out, you want to be as flat, and relax. There's no ice bath. You just compress yourself into a car, small as you can get to afford it, to drive into like a next town over. It's nuts. It's, it's real talk, and that's ev- that's everybody until you get to the, the Roman Reigns status. But Roman Reigns was doing the same thing. I went on one loop. I'm not joking. I went on one loop with the with, with Dawkins, Tez, Eddie, the referee, uh, Ricochet. And we were in this mm-hmm. big old car, right? And it was a loop, and the loop was from um, Louisiana to Mississippi. And I was like, I watched these dudes wrestle in Louisiana. They got right in the car, drove to Mississippi. And I was sitting there like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's, that was just Louisiana and Mississippi. I was like, yo. <laughs> like, that's, that just, it just blew my mind. Like, seriously. And then that was, and that was me. I flew from Mississippi back home, but they were, they were driving somewhere else after that. Yep. This, and this is what Montez and them, this is when they were title holding. Like, yo, know, like, yeah, man, go ahead. Listen, boy. The real question uh, is, uh, did y'all have 
the cameras on. Because I can imagine you, a car ride. You know what's interesting? <laughs> I actually do have this one. I'll show it to you, dude. That's just one. It's just, there's this moment where we were like at Popeye's and like waiting for like nine hours for a chicken sandwich. And, was this at the height? This, is, this, this was, yo, this was so good. We were waiting for like, it was like everyone got their stuff because I think Tez wanted like a special spicy, spicy jar or whatever. And the girl, I guess the whole time was afraid to tell him that they had to like make it or whatever. Like scratch make it. Like maybe like it was like frozen solid or something. I don't know. And like she was like, I guess she was scared because, you know, Tez, Tez, a, Tez is a handsome, intimidating brother. You know what I mean? I don't know what it was. <laughs> so like, I mean, I'm not, it's like 20 minutes, 25 mm-hmm. minutes. And then like she brings out, she brings it out. He's like, hey, sweetheart, what took so long or something like that? She was like, oh, and da, da, da. he's like, Baby, why didn't you just tell me, baby? I would have got something else. And she was like, it was like this moment. It was like this moment. It was really Aww. sweet. It was. It was sweet. And then we go out and then like, um, like Dawkins is like trolling him about like, like, <laughs> I'll show you the video. The video's like the, the video's like the after of happened of that uh-huh. story. And he's in the car and he's like sulking. It's really funny. It really is. I've never really showed anybody. It's a really funny video. I got to show y'all that video. It's so stupid. Cause he's in the car, like he's in the car with his little sandwich and everyone has already eaten everything. Everyone's already done. We're all because we're rude like that. We wouldn't wait 25 minutes. So we ate, everybody, Eddie ate, Ricochet ate, everybody ate, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> and he was, and he was sitting there, and it's one of those things where we were, we were, we were, y- y- y'all see the video, I'll show you. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's all, it's all PG too. It's all good. It's all good stuff. It's Disney friendly. It is. And um, mm-hmm. it's just funny to just make it fun of like somebody that I hold in high regard for his chicken sandwich being out late. But anyway, like it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Yo, I got, wrestling but that, stories, man. I tell it's you. really good. Because that's the first time I ever was like, oh, I got to be at a part of a little wrestling story. That's kind of cool. You know, like on the road story, you know, I felt like mm-hmm. I felt like that for a second, even though I was in the back, like. Let me just not just not be that don't be that guy, you know what I mean? Talking to talking, I was in the back with Pretty Ricky, just talking to him about just like stuff like that, man. Like really kind of interviewing him in my own head, like what's going on, man? And as far as like how the hell you guys do this, oh, this is what we do. No, you hear about it, you hear people talk about it, and then you see it, and you're like, oh my god, these dudes and these ladies, they um they don't stop. Mm-hmm. So um, long, long story short, my people that's listening to me, please love what you do when it comes to stuff like that. Because <laughs> you in it for the long haul. Because it's the part about being a WWE superstar. It's like in, in a wrestler, excuse me, in a wrestler. It's like, um, you know, those things are like a fraternity where you like have to do it. There's no getting around it. Because well, you'll because you'll because you'll lose the respect of the locker. So you so every wrestler has to do that. Every wrestler has to do the traveling and the packing here and the going here and taking their taking the taking their lumps. Like it's one of those things that prerequisite to life as far as that business goes. So I've been told. Um, uh, so breaking news. Uh, uh, stop the presses. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Elias wrestled. Elias wrestled a match. Yeah, he wrestled a match, this. and I was very happy. I was very happy. He did. It's like, listen, I'm going to tell you right now, I can't prove it, but I believe somebody WWE listens to this damn podcast because I swear the last time I talked about Elias, I said, I just want him to walk down with a guitar and then wrestle. And he does it. So I'm going to just start throwing things out here. I'm going to start throwing things out here. Next week on Monday Night Raw, Evan Mack gets a million dollars. What? <laughs> I'm just throwing things out that I think is going to happen on the show. He's <laughs> like, we never, we never closed that million dollar giveaway thing, did we? Well, here we go. Mm-hmm. How about listen? Let's bring back in your house when they actually gave a house. 
Just <laughs> give me another house. You know what they used to do? Y'all remember they used to do that? Yeah. Yeah, they yeah, used to, the in one. your house, they, they used to give, they used to give the house, they used to give a house, and a shout out to the person they did, Um, my one man did, Um, I think it was, I think it was Jordan Carlo, if it's you, brother. I think he did a piece. Yeah, I think he did a piece on the kid. He still has the house. Like the oh, kid yeah. that has the house still has it. But you know, you always hear that kind of stuff. Still has the house in Florida. Um, I believe, yeah, I was very, I was, that's kind of cool. We're talking about 1990 something. 1993. <laughs> yeah, he still has the house. 95. That may have set him up for life in a way. He still has the house. He got a house for free in, in the 90s and now has it still. That house he, has gone up crazy in value. I know people that went prices right and they sell everything because you're supposed to sell everything if you go to prices right. And if you go to prices right, sell everything because they tax you guys. That's yeah, a little fun do. fact. They tax yeah, you. I've heard some horror stories, man. People want cars and they had gone bankrupt. So, hey. Going, you went on prices right. You win that showcase showdown. Sell it all, brother. Yeah. <laughs> sell, 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 sell. I, you know, I love this Elias match, though. I do too. I, I love Elias I, when he wrestles. Wait, oh, hold on, wait a minute, hold but on. This was, Jack. this was what I think. What I think was great about oh. this, though, is it was. I think they were telling us that the character. I mean, obviously, we know the guy is a wrestler. He can go, but. I, I think what so. I like about this match is they were telling us the character can wrestle and go in the ring. Absolutely. Which is, I think, very important after so many years of him just getting interrupted and beaten up. I, I think agree. This is them showing us the character. Again, I know the guy can wrestle. He's been doing it for, for a very long time. But as a character on TV, he also can go toe-to-toe in the ring with people. And I think that was a very important and smart thing they did last night. Triple H is batting like 290 right now. He ain't in the 300s with me yet. He's batting like 290. And part mm-hmm. of his two ninety and two ninety can get you some money. Don't oh, get it twisted now. Two ninety gets you about ninety mil. Three twenty five gets you about hundred fifty mil. So I'm just saying, check it out. He got a couple of RBIs, about twenty home runs. This is what I'm. The reason why I'm saying that is that's not bad if you know baseball. The reason why I'm saying that is he's not batting three hundred is because of a couple of things I will address on this podcast today. But part of the reason why he's batting 290 is things like Elias reestablishing certain characters and they putting people in the wrestling ring. Spoiler alert. WWE is a wrestling company. It's a wrestling company. I know we get bogged down with the E part. I know we do, but have sometimes, but the sec, but the second part is wrestling. It actually comes before the entertainment part. And then the world comes before that, but I don't got a joke for that part. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we got wrestling, then entertainment. So I like that he's showing letting wrestlers wrestle. Then let them entertain, or the, or you bring on like a Paul, a Paul, and he comes in and he and he entertains because as much as I'm like, eh, he's there's still a market for him. When he walked out from WrestleMania, he looked like he belonged. He has star quality. He keeps himself in shape. So it's so like I don't mind the entertainment side that way. The Johnny Knoxville's of the world, but I like when you have wrestlers wrestle. I do every now and again. Nice, good old quality wrestling match. We're good. I'm a purist in that regard. But before I get sidetracked, Flobo, y'all wouldn't see him because y'all can't see this audio podcast. Flobo threw his hands up like, eh, we were talking about Elias. I want everybody to understand. Was, wow. eh, and I almost snapped with Jackass up to say, so I don't like to just gloss. Let's, please, let's please rewind. Gloss. Let's te- let's, te- let's Tebow this joint. Remember, yeah, shout out to Tebow. <laughs> Tebow, put all you DVR haters on. Y'all weren't even about that DVR life, so I'm putting over Tebow, even though I'm a YouTube TV guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Every time I rewind something, I'm like, I still do it in my head. You know what I mean? <laughs> Flowbeetle.com. <laughs> 
What the hell? But I put over like dead brands because it gets because I feel better about putting yeah. over brands that I love are, affliction. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'm like, Shots fired, Earth, Diet Earth, Coke. What is it, Earthlink? <laughs> oh no, Diet Coke. That's that's I'm a Coke mark, so that is they don't have to pay me anything. I pay them. But um, what is it, Earthlink? Was it Earthlink? Yeah, Earthlink and CompuServe. Yeah, yeah. Netscape. What the hell were you saying about? Oh, Elias. What would you? What's the slander? No, I didn't, no slander. There, there, there ain't no slander. Uh, okay. In fact, I would say the interaction backstage on Raw in a very Gargano heavy episode. Uh, yeah, I, we we will address that between between Chad Gable and Elias was great because we knew what Elias was, what you interact with, how, what's his like moral standing, how Chad Gable disrespected him. Mm. Charlotte was a hot crowd until that match. It was kind of muted when they when Elias Russell. Maybe it was just uh who's this guy getting back into the pool, getting Ooh. everyone used to it. But Charlotte was like, hmm, that was interesting. And that's Chad Gable, a guy who always gets a reaction every week. So I'm saying. Mm. <clears throat> okay. Okay, I can't refute. I'm not refuting. I had the sound bar up out of the Samsung. Um <laughs> 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 the sound bar, red, huh? My, my yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, um, I put over my sound bar because it gives me all the real, the nitty gritty, all the nuances, all the deep, all the deep sounds from the crowd. And um, you write about that. That's right almost about as good as the floor model TV back in the day. There <laughs> <laughs> was nothing like hearing the referee yeah, the, count yeah, one, two, I three know. from yeah. that floor model. It had yeah. a different sound than uh, the it, it hits way differently. It did. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, yeah, the crowd kids seem to uh, die out. You know what? The, uh, at one point in the show, maybe it was maybe it was placed different. Maybe it was placed a certain place. They didn't like it. Could it perhaps be the person they were having on all night? Maybe. <sighs> 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 Let me tell you something. I'm approach. I'm approach this a different way because enough is enough. I'm going to approach this a different way because I don't like being this kind of guy. Because I'm not this guy in real life. It's just a, kind of like a like my kind of a persona I portray on this this damn podcast. Because the real me is like, meh, it's all good. That's how I really am in real life. Meh, whatever. That's how I am. I'm like, eh, whatever. It's cool. Um, you don't like black people? Cool. You know, that's how I am nowadays. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just don't care. You know, I'm like, hmm, you don't like this guy? Hmm, cool. That's how I am nowadays. You know, I just get older. I just don't care about anybody anymore. As long as you're not hurting my friends and my family and everybody else, that's cool. We're cool, you know? So I don't like turning into a douchebag on this thing, but sometimes I just get a little upset. Now, I'm going to present this a different way. I'm going I'm to kick it to the fellas. I'm going to have y'all be as honest as y'all can be and honest as y'all want to be. Um, are y'all cool with the Monday Night Gargano thing? I like Are Gargano. You I, it's I a like lot. Gargano. It's a lot, Jack. It's a lot, man. No, I, I was going to say this week definitely felt like he was uh, overused. We'll put it that I think that very few people, if anyone, can be on TV that much in one show and not start to get a little annoying. I think that I get what they're trying to do with making him sort of a the plucky underdog who sasses the bad guys, but. He started to me at like getting over into that you're becoming the annoying guy, kind of the the Chad Gable almost of like you're in everyone's business, you're being annoying. I as a guy who likes Johnny Gargano, I mean I'm a fan of him. I felt like last night was not a good Johnny Gargano night. What do you I, I, what say? What say you, brother? I'm just, actually, I'm, just I'm asking a regular question. That's all I'm asking. Um, if, if last night does not repeat itself, I'm actually fine with it. 
Okay. Uh, and I, and I'm neutral on Gargano. And but I, and but, I, but it, it was kind of like last week too, though. Well, that's what I'm saying. So the, it's trending in that direction. So if it continues, then I will probably I will probably shift over to what you're saying about it being overexposed. But I guess I'll take a step back to the E part of WWE. Gargano mm-hmm. was doing something that I've always complained about the, the NXT stuff. In fact, I was uh, chatting with a, a friend of the show, Neeson, about Cole. If Adam Cole came back, what would it be? And I go, mm-hmm. you got to tell me who's he about. With Gargano, it's kind of the Greek chorus. He can get in with the Miz. He can get in up and down the card. He can establish the kind of attitude he has. You establish where he rolls in. You give him some rivals. Did exactly what you need to do. And if you think it's too much, that's that's just the way pop culture is going in a post She-Hulk, post Deadpool, post Harley Quinn world. Wink, wink at the camera is what people are trending towards. You get one, a roster to do that. And if it's Gargano, that's fine. But that said, the actual minutes spent for one person where we have like relay views, Nikki Cross, all that stuff going on is like, you didn't have to do it all in one week. And that to me is kind of like, I'll give you this one as a pass, but it can't happen again. Yeah, in She-Hulk's defense, they've been doing this since 1980 something. You know I agree. I mean? like, she's not popular. Of, she's the invent. Yeah, you're right about that. She's the, you know I mean? she's the foundation that Deadpool piggyback, but mm-hmm. I'm cool with them doing it because it's a comic book. You know? <laughs> What's wrestling though? Well, well, no, I think for me, one, the, there was too many minutes. I think, like I said, for just about anyone, too many segments for just about anyone on uh, any given night. But again, I think Gargano's attitude is just kind of, like I said, it's annoying. Like he's he's getting it. Like, why is he in the Miz's business? And then why is he in JBL's business? And the, he's he's becoming that guy that that's usually what the bad guy does. That's usually what they yeah, that's heel, that's does. heel work. Yeah, yeah okay. And so it is, um, but that's that's what I'm trying to say. But he's not a heel. But that's that's my problem. Right. That's he's doing heel things. Right. And there's no reason <laughs> for me to he hasn't done anything to make me say I like him yet, other than that he's antagonizing the Miz, who is universally unliked again as a character. We're supposed to not like him. But everything he's doing is is uh, like like if this was anyone else doing it, you'd say this guy's a jerk. He's, anno- he's the annoying jerk I want to see get punched, not the lovable, I want to see him overcome these odds. And so as a viewer, it's very confusing to me. And it's is very, he the underdog or yeah. is he the, yeah, like what, what, or, what or is he the one I want to see Kevin Owens punch in the face? Because it feels I, like he's the kind of guy that Kevin Owens would punch in the face, not the kind of guy that Kevin Owens would be like, you're, you're swell. Yeah, I actually disagree with that. Uh, and I understand that if you look at if you look at the faces and heel stuff being binary, then yes, you're absolutely right. Because it's a question we always ask with other characters. But as it is right now, and the way Raw is now, even the only hardened heel is like Dominic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because people are cheering Seth Rollins. Like it is a very great area up and down the card. So again, if you have one madcap person, no events, the actual madcap, who can actually go between and be fluid and be a zany character, that works. I'm just with you guys going, it was too much time to establish that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. Right, what are you what are your thoughts, bro? Man, you know, last night, I've been saying for a while, Johnny Gargano does nothing for me. Um, and and I, I would take a great offense when they compare him to the great Brian Danielson. Take offense. But last night I was entertained. Oh uh, I think when he put the hat on. I said, yeah, that's funny. I I agree it was too much. It felt like, you know what it felt like? It felt like somebody prominent had a day off, so we had to fill the show up with more Johnny. You know, like... That's not what it was, but I understand what you're saying. No, but I know, but it it just... I wish you were right. (laughs) You know, it's like, we're going to fill it up until we get to the women. But it it didn't... Because I was like, wait, he's on my TV again? (laughs) Yeah. But... 
you know, with the stuff with JBL and Corbin, I expect that. Glad he took the L. Glad he didn't kick out the end of days. Uh, Nobody by a whisker, that. he took the L. By a by a miracle, by a JBL sweep, and that's he and that's heel work, which I'm I'm fine with. That's old school, but mm-hmm. Lord have mercy. But <laughs> it, it, they they are in the danger zone though, because I think him. it's going to flip. Beat him. But now I think it's going to flip though. I think he's going to become exactly what y'all saying. I think he's going to become that annoying heel, whether um you know on purpose or not. But I think that's where we're going. All right, you know what? Let me get to let me get to what I, I really I, let me get to what I really wanted to get to real quick. I'm gonna let you go, Jack. Because like, yeah, you know what? This is not me trying to be a douche. This is me trying to be how I am. Seriously, in real life, this is how this is how I really feel. He's on the show. I'm like, yo, what are we doing here, bro? Like, it's all good, right? And everyone thinks I'm talking crazy, right? Are we gonna still be all good? If Johnny Gargano's champion like next year. Mm-mm. Yeah, you see, exactly. You see, you see how things change? Look at J- Brian already changed, though. If he's WWE champion and he no, let's listen, nope, you know, nope, you know nope. how the energy, you know what the energy's gonna shift? The energy would shift if he pins the tribal chief. Then everyone would be like, Evan, I am sorry. I apologize. Set a zero sum game, Evan. Come on. Yeah, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? Nobody should pin No, it's no, I'm not saying it's not unfair. I said within the next like year. What's it within the next year? I didn't Nobody. say like 10 years from now. Beating, <laughs> beating Roman Reigns is different than any other beating any other champion in recent history, right? How's that not fair though? He's in the he's in the business. Because he, uh, he, he's he's been built in a way. It's like saying no, the they're first build, one they're to not, he's Goldberg. not built. They're building him. They're, he's not been built yet. They're rebuilding him to a certain status, to a status where he's prominent, to a status where he's getting wins over over prominent people. What I'm trying to say is. If he, let's say he becomes WWE champion within the next year over Cody, over, will y'all oh, have yeah. the same energy? I got, I'm, 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 putting, hyper, I'm putting hypotheticals out here. Because I, I can obviously. never go that far. I can't say what I know. I don't know it. Right, so I'm right. saying, what, what if, what, I'm just saying, would you guys have the same, like, oh, it's okay. You know what I mean? Because well, <laughs> we expected him just to taper off in the mid card, like well, subconsciously. It's, a, <laughs> it's an unfair question for me because I was neutral on Gargano going into this. Like I'm a neutral mm-hmm. on him. I just think what he did last week and the week before is pretty cool and great for him. So if he becomes champion, it's going to be the storyline reason for it. Will it be mm-hmm. as hot as Roman Reigns? Probably not. But you don't bring people in and give them screen time where to say you're going to be champion or not. It's not that. It's not a light switch. I mean, it's not a gray area, isn't it? I guess so. And I'll say this to, to Brian's point. If mm-hmm. Gargano was limited to just the JBL Corbin stuff, if you took out all the other stuff and just the JBL Corbin stuff, I would have said I loved Gargano. Me too, because okay. that's, that's one of my favorite that, segments of the show. That's the, I think the dance with the cowboy hat, I thought that was all great. Right. It was that in addition to The Miz, in addition to like him talking about Candice LeRae getting attacked and him just being everywhere, that's where it became the issue for me. But... but you, I, Oh, sorry. Go but ahead. If, it, if it's just if it's just the JBL thing, it, fantastic. That's it great. is just the JBL thing because Dexter Loomis can't talk, right? Or he doesn't talk. So yes, it's kind of when a story will like you talk, homes. Dexter Loomis? That, if, if Dexter Loomis can talk, then it's over. But you needed someone who knew who Dexter Loomis was to get that story across. That's going to um, end next week. If, you unless, you're reasons, unless you're Mr. Bean, happens, brother. Though. Unless you're like, Mr. Bean, I'm not putting you over, Dexter. I'm sorry. You got to talk. He's Mr. the only Bean. one that can get away with it, man. <laughs> I would I was going to reshoot the entire Dexter angle, but with Mr. Bean in his place. <laughs> then he'd be over. Then he'd be over. But but the the fun part is like is I, I don't mind seeing Johnny Gargano in like having multiple issues, right? I, I love it when bro. Theory did it. But it's it's the thing is we've kind of gotten away from that. Like if you go back, you know, one of the things we loved about the Attitude Era was the stories and everything, you know, and even sometimes in the ruthless aggression era when people had like multiple beefs with people. So I don't mind it. It's just that, like, I think it seems like 
the issue is this that is Johnny having it and not somebody else. But I understand exactly what you're saying, Jack. But I think by because during the earlier stuff, I was like, oh, okay, whatever. But then the JBL stuff came out and it, it kind of refreshed me as opposed to being like, well, this is too much. It actually made me interested in him more. I thought the line about the card was funny, though. I did. I thought he was like, man, you're rich. You ain't even put no money in. I thought that was funny because that's something <laughs> everybody wants to say when they get an empty Christmas card. <laughs> 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 See, and, God, and now, I, I thought the JBL stuff was the best, but I wouldn't it's JBL be this, because of be JBL upset, though. though. <laughs> I also wouldn't be this upset if it was just the Miz stuff. Now, uh, the Miz okay. stuff wasn't my favorite part, but it, I'd be like, I wouldn't be as upset about it. I wouldn't be like, there was too much Johnny Gargano. I'd be like, that's fine. But the fact that it was both, and, and to Flobo's point, look, maybe it's not Johnny Gargano's fault. Maybe he has to be slotted in here. But he's the guy, so that's what we're talking about. Listen, man, that's the second right. JBL. The like, JBL was, segment was, was good one, because of JBL so. being classic JBL. That's why so the segment had a was good. good. Suit on this week, but it was JBL. No, it was JBL. Did and we then see then, his then, pants then, though? I don't but know. No, but then the low hanging fruit about the hammer pants, yada yada yada. It don't hit when JBL talks. It hits. Johnny Gargano's a nice person. It don't hit. It don't. Mm. JBL can make you believe he's a heel or he can be a nice person. He's known to be a heel. That segment hit because of John Bradshaw Lavia. Period. Point blank. I'm not this, giving that dude. That dude was a, he was a, but a mere spectator in the greatness that is John Bradshaw. This Period. is like Edge level of hate there, Evan. Damn. It's not hate, bro. I don't, that, you hate Edge. I don't hate Johnny Gargano. That's a different story. That's two different, that's two different things. Well, let's, let's, let us be, let us be clear. You're not, you and Edge, you and Edge will never be friends. You know what I mean? You Hell and Edge will no. never be friends. There's no wrestler I truly, I don't, I don't even hate Hulk Hogan. I'm gonna keep it real with you, brother. Like, you know what I mean? I just, I just, I'm just not there yet. I always say, I always say, Brian, I'm not there. I'm getting there. You know what I mean? All the, the, to the black community out there, I'm getting there. You know what I mean? But I'm not there. I'm on the, the highway and the exit is about 20 miles away. Then I still got to get to the arena of the place where me and Hulk Hogan shake hands and give a, and hug each other. So I'm on the highway. I'm on the highway, Brian. Some people ain't even on the highway. <laughs> but, but, but we're talking about Johnny Gargano, though. <laughs> oh, you don't want me to talk about? Oh, you want me to talk about Hogan, huh? Okay, okay. I can't talk about Brian. Okay. I mean, I take the heat every week. I've been taking the heat since 2015. You're a lot, but, but like, you, no, yeah, I, yeah, I can't man it. But I'm, I told you, I'm growing. There was a moment where I wouldn't even utter his name. I treated him like he was the Candyman. You know what I mean? But just a blonde hair candy man that doesn't well, like black You can black say candy man a few times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm all set. I already said it too much. <laughs> I've already said it too much. I'm good. I'm going to say his name. Brother, brother. Brother, 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 brother. But no, but no. Like I said, as far as, listen, uh, listen. Make it make sense for your boy. And I'm on board. Make it make sense and I'm good. You know what I mean? Because I'll tell you right now, it's hard for me to not like a good person. It's not, that's, it's never, I'm never going to hate the young man. <laughs> I actually, I actually, I like him as a person. I do. So it's always pains me to be able to come on here and be like, I don't know if I like that. That's hard for me to do. That's why people don't do it. I'm going to tell you why people don't do it. Cause it's hard to do. That's why, that's why talking heads typically don't do that. They don't, cause they don't want to burn the bridge of somebody that might hear them say something and then they'll never talk to them again. I can't live in that world anymore. I have to live in the world where if I feel something strongly, I got to say it because literally that's what the damn podcast is intended to do. The podcast is not meant to just just to, to kiss everybody's ass. It's just not. So if I have a problem with how Johnny Gargano's getting booked as a as as out of respect of the people that listen to us each week, I don't care if it's five or five thousand. I got to be like, meh. 
I got to at least do meh. Just like Flobo has enough balls to be like, Edge, meh. You know what I mean? Like, Brett, even it's has, even, man. this man has come on the pod, this man has come on the podcast and said, <laughs> Bret Hart's meh. That, that's crazy. It's fair, yeah. But that's moxie, though. That takes moxie to do that. So I, I so, so out of respect of the wonderful listeners, I got to be like, just make it make sense for your boy. That's Bret all Hart was I in your ask. hometown of Brooklyn this week, Flobo. I heard they treated him well, too. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he treated them well too. Uh, okay, okay. What's up? What's up? What does that mean? Snap. Listen, listen, boy. Listen, boy. I, I, I love, listen, I loved the man when I was growing up, man. But then, me but too. I, but I grew up, man. That's all I'm going to say. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> really? I mean, he's not bad. 38 year old guy. man. I'm just like, but, hey, but if you roll he's a great Mr. Perfect guy. right now, I'm like this. You know what I mean? I love Mr. Perfect right. still. That, that's, but I already, but I already told you, y'all know where fair. my Bret, He's dead. But you know where my Bret Hart hatred comes from. My Bret Hart hatred comes from he used to always be Mr. Perfect. <laughs> okay. I, I, I mean, every time, I used to be like, damn I, it! Bret Hart was my all time favorite growing up, but I, I, every time I was just like, dude, you gotta move on from. That's uh, that. Oh, you talking about the Goldberg thing? The, the Goldberg, Goldberg thing is stuff, huge, like, yeah. Like, at it's this a point, gimmick it's almost at this like point. his catchphrase. But yeah. it's, uh, I'm just like. In his defense, I was listening to the, the, the great Kaz. We were having a, we had a nice little, we had a nice argument upstairs in the um, rooftop in Nashville. And I wasn't, I wasn't really a part of it, but listen, Stat Guy Greg, yo, Stat Guy Greg, what up, baby? Yo, what up, this Stat out, Guy bro. Greg? Stat uh, Guy Greg is obsessed with uh, Bret Hart. Upset. That's his, that's his guy. That's, so That's how we became so friends. Guy, yeah, so like, that's it. That's <laughs> his guy. Media. So. You so he caught he caught wind he caught wind of Flobo not liking but he just caught a whiff of it and he like and he like swooped down like the Phantom of the Opera man and dropped down like <laughs> he dropped down it was like like Andrew Lloyd Webber's like I approve of this this way you yeah, he had half a mask on yeah he did it's that guy Greg had a half a mask on he was like what is this I hear you this is for for the for the sake of this of uh, this crop out this what does this I hear you don't like the hitman Bret Hart that was that guy Greg and Bob was like wait whoa 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 and then all of a sudden Cass came in he was like who who Wait, wait, what? And then all of a sudden, everyone circled around and I go, listen, I go, I kept saying, hear him out, hear him out, hear him out. Here, I just kept saying, hear him out, hear him out. And, and Flobo gave chapter and verse why he doesn't like Bret Hart. Chapter and verse. Most people could just say they don't like somebody and keep it moving. Chapter and verse. That guy Greg was like, no, no. No, 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 like, like I'm, I'm sorry that Bret Hart's career went over your head. So that was, I think that was SGG. But I was like, it's, it's his, I'm sorry, his career in this, the nuances of his greatness has gone over your head. And it's so funny. <laughs> fast forward, that's exactly what FTR says. <laughs> like you just don't understand you don't the nuances understand of of this dude's skill set. You know what I mean? Okay. But best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. You it's know? a gimmick. Like you can't, yo, man. And guess what? Awesome. It's, it's is a he? great. Gimmick. Johnny Gargano no, came up with Johnny no. Wrestling. You're right. He made up his own nickname, Johnny Wrestling. And I will say this. I Kevin put, Nash I know, made up Big Sexy, too, yeah, by the way. I, will, <laughs> I mean, I'm the ladies, he is. I know I'm going to burn down this a whole entire podcast when I say this, uh -oh. but I'm telling you right now, we put Bret Hart in next to Drew Gulak back in the day that this ain't wrestler, bro. Thank you. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. 
I went there. Yo, bro, damn, bro, what? What? It's true. It's true. Drew Gulak's great. I don't. Drew Gulak is incredible. Exactly, Gulak. Gulak. When I say that, people are like, "What the hell?" I go, "Wait a minute, Drew Gulak's really good." What I'm trying to say is, I put Drew Gulak in the pink and black with the same gimmick. More personality. He had more personality. He was the best tutorial guy to two K this year. That he was the true. coach. He was the coach. He was actually. He was coach. That might have actually been my favorite part of. Brian is not happy right now. He's not. <laughs> it's true. Wow. So, hey, listen, when, when, there was a roof. There was a roof. There was a rooftop brawl, brother. No, I'm mad because it was a, it was I got there great. late for some reason. I don't even remember what I was doing, but I got yeah. there late and it was you already did. happening. Yeah, just a little bit was, late. No, see, this is what y'all don't understand. I have been waiting for that. I have been waiting for that ever since I heard that, Flo Flo Bo, that moment. The, the moment <laughs> I first heard Flobo make that bad Bret Hart take, and I love this brother. But he made the that mega bad powers collided, brother. And, 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 and I've been waiting because I knew Stat Guy Greg would say something. I, I he just, know like, I, when that he didn't just say happens. something. <laughs> but see that, and that was the part, like because I first heard Stat Guy Greg on a cheap he podcast years ago, right after the uh, A and E documentary oh Bret God. Hart go. And I was like, okay, all right. Brainwashed. Like then I heard him on yeah. like Black Wrestling go back and forth with Drip. Uh, shout yeah. out to Drip Davis. Hey. So I was like, oh, he, 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 this guy loves Brett like I do. So yeah. when, you know, me and Flo both had our back and forth. So I was like, all right, cool. It didn't get nowhere. I want to see somebody else go at it back and forth. Oh, that's the guy I want to see. So it was like, I missed a main event match. You, they said live <laughs> on a rooftop in Nashville. And I was so disappointed. They, they, it was like, it was like they, the, set, the setting was perfect, yo. They said, never meet your heroes. I, you know, I never get to talk to Cass as much as I do. And imagine we meet, we're all in Nashville. I see Cass for the first, second time ever. I'm like, yo, he goes, how old are you? Oh, you would understand Bret Hart's career. <laughs> which is which is kind of a compliment. You're like, yes, I am very We're young the and vivacious. Look, man, Bret Yo, was and the I will guy. say this: is he- the, the, the reason why I don't like Bret Hart, I found a new reason not to like Bret Hart. Why is that, Evan? The reason why Mac don't like Bret Hart. This is tongue in cheek, of course, but it's not because because of this conversation that turned into a heated debate. Those two <laughs> random dudes came over. And oh, those are the dudes that followed us to the VIP. So mm-hmm. we never had this debate. We would have never had these guys trickle on over and, and, and drink all this free liquor and not say thank you. So, Brett, all right, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, but you know, like, he, 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 was, he, was like, he was like, what are we talking about here? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and like I said, for me, like, Brett was the transition from Hogan. And, and this is how, like, WWE, like, did a great job at programming you as a child because... Programming. Was, yeah, because Hogan was the guy, like I always say, Hogan made me fall in love with sports entertainment. Bret Hart made me fall in love with wrestling. So it was I remember like you say that. I always, love that. I always love that line yeah. when you say that. Yeah, you know, and so like when That's I had WWF line. WrestleMania the arcade game, if you wanted to play Banger. my game and you wanted to wrestle in the championship for the WWF championship, you had to play with Bret Hart, even though the belt didn't like stay with him like it do on 2K. But to me, mentally, no, you had to be Bret Hart. That was the only person allowed to win the belt on that game. Same with Royal Rumble. Brainwashing is a very powerful thing, man. Yeah, I'm convinced. <laughs> I'm with you, Brian. I love, I love Bret Hart. I'm a Bret Hart guy. He was the first wrestler that made me really feel something when I was watching wrestling. That, means, that means a lot, man. It does. And his book is great. His book is so good. 
wait a minute, hold on, we try to go to literature. Hold on, oh, yeah, now. Exactly. <laughs> trying to buffer your point. He's like, yo, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, his, his, his prose are incredible. Like, just wait a minute, Evan, read the book. You don't understand. His, his prose are just out of sight, brother, brother. Listen, I'm, I was, I told you, I, I you know me, I'm, 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 Flobo goes hard, but I, I'm tongue in cheek because my, my hatred was because he always be missing perfect. He's always been like, that was my favorite wrestler. I used to be like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Dude, I Mr. love him Perfect so, so much, good. man. It took mm-hmm. uh, it took everything to knock him off and put Ziggler on, but I had to just because of like uh, my entertainment value. <laughs> He's eleven. You don't love him that much because <laughs> uh, you know Roman didn't kick off Mr. Perfect off my mm-hmm. list. I mean, he no. moved. Above them, but yeah, Roman's not on that. Roman, Roman, Roman has to beat the um, Roman has to beat the Rock before he's on my top ten. That's I can't be. That's mm, that's that's that's, that's ludicrous. That he's on anybody's top ten right now. But I say favorites. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's possible for anyone currently wrestling to get on my top ten. I feel that's like what my, I'm trying to see. My, my childhood my, they, is too strong. Like no, my and, no, and, and I, I, res, I respect that. That's what took so hard for me, Mr. Perfect, to get off mine. But I had, I was like, man, I, I, like I remember, I what I started doing is remember the moments where I was the happiest, and I was that I was at the mm-hmm. Ziggler cash in and. And um, it was one of the greatest, it was the, one of the greatest moments of my, my spectating life. You know what I mean? And with all due respect, Mr. Perfect, I just, I wasn't old enough to, uh, maybe didn't have the money enough to get, maybe go to a show to see Mr. Perfect. Um, I was, we, we, he was, Bret Hart and Owen Hart was in Hershey. That's when they were kind of feuding. They were going through their feud, which mm-hmm. was an awesome memory. That's an awesome memory of mine. But that moment of the cash in, man, with Alberto, because I loved Alberto. It was, okay. it, cause like, cause his dance partner mattered to me too. Then there's, there's a, Biggie and AJ, you know what I mean? It was a for the it end was of the just, year. We would have to do so like real good, life experiences. Uh, like, that's why he's on my top ten, w- though. I want to get. I, I, I would love for you to like really go in depth with that being there because I think that's gonna be great content. Till this day, till this day, that's the loudest I've ever heard a crowd. Mm. See, for yeah. me, like Roman getting in the top ten because it come it like it brought home. You talk about being the happiest, right? So that WrestleMania, it was like the culmination of that. And being there when he became WWE Undisputed Champion, even Undisputed. though like, yeah, it was like, wow, this just like ended like, this was like the end of one of the greatest WrestleManias for me personally. It was you dope, know? bro. And it, it was dope. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel, Daniel Bryan at 30, gave, gave me some feels. Gave me some great feels. Was supposed um, to be there. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, dude, I still get goosebumps just talking about it. Um, Seth, cash in, goosebumps. Because it, it's the greatest RKO in the same day. You know, yeah. uh, off Seth. You know, <laughs> like Seth had a had a day. Took the greatest RKO bump of all time. Evan Bourne. I'm sorry, but that's the greatest bump of all time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he kind of laid into that one. The one was like they had to manufacture. Oh man, that, don't get me started, man. I literally, I was literally for the first. This, you want to talk about leaving? I was. We were by the one when he did the RKO. I left the entire stand and I went downstairs and just walked around. Seriously, because I knew the match was over. I didn't see the pin. Fun fact: Evan did not see the pin of that match live. Because when he hit him with the RKO, I jumped out of my seat and just walked around and got like some got some popcorn or something. I lost my mind, dude. I go, it's a wrap. Heidi's like, you think I said it's too? I was like, I'm done. I was like, ding ding ding. I was wow. already like underneath the arena. No joke, dude. I lost my mind. Well, that's mind. the reason why you're the perfect person to talk about the catch ins because you've seen both the ones that people say that and I've seen and I've seen debate. this. And I seen the sneaky good one, my wife's first pay-per-view. It was a SummerSlam, Orton cashing in on Daniel Bryan with Triple H pedigree. Yo, Triggered. shut up, Brian! <laughs> Triggered. Up, Brian. <laughs> it ended a perfectly good match. It messed up a perfectly good match. But that's Heidi was like, Heidi, great, was though, too. Is that it, like, it stings more that way. She's like, what's going on? What is this? I go, that's the money to make. She's like, what? She's like, I go, you don't understand how this is actually a rare moment. Like, it really is. You get to see it at SummerSlam. She's like... 
<laughs> she was she was instantly bought in. She loved Triple H back in the day, but she was a casual. She seen that. She was like, we we pulling up to all these shows now because she was so she was so like blown away. She's like, Wait, yeah, was he doesn't have then? the title anymore. <laughs> Would you say B Waters? I said y'all was married by then. Yeah, ten years on uh, next this next September. Oh wow, yeah, yeah, brother, 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 brother. Decade, decade. <laughs> I've known it, 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 everyone's like, you guys, what you, how, you think, how you feel about that? Oh, I've noticed that 16, so it really doesn't hit the same. You know? right. That's how you know perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've known, listen, I've known the husband since I was 16 years old. You know what I mean? I know the husband. <laughs> That's always a derogatory term. <laughs> That's why I like, Yo, for some reason, when I say this, I don't know, man. There's certain things I can get away with, 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 with especially her. It's just, it's, it's, I'm sorry, guys. It's, 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 this, this, that's my marriage and your marriage is your marriage. But like, you know what I mean? Like mine, she's like, hee hee, you know, cause she just gets it. You know what I mean? You know what yeah. I mean? She gets, she gets me. That's why I used to go through all these crazy girls. Man, I remember this one girl like got mad at me because, um, what did I say? I said something. I don't even remember what it was. She was like, you're so condescending. I said, I'm like 17 years old. I don't even know what's going on right now. <laughs> Good Lord. How many people knew themselves at 17? Dear God. But anyways. I think about that all the time. Like I look back when I was younger, like, how did I get through life? I knew how did nothing. you? No, ser dude, seriously, bro. Like <laughs> I was I, I, so naive to dude. the world. Yo, side sidebar when it comes to like how like my my one coach, you know, in Carlisle High School, you know, was we, we had a like I there was a there was a moment where I quit the team and there was this whole there was a whole there was a lot of things going on with the family. I quit the team, I don't want to play the, the team anymore. But this turned into some like tumultuous, angry guy that would like a grown man that would slander me like all over the town. Still probably does till this day. Think about that for a second. And yeah. there's a moment, there's a moment I was talking to a coach when I was in Germany. He was much smarter than he was, of course, because he's in Germany coaching like doing well. And he he pulled me to the side. He goes, Evan, he said this. When he said this line, it changed. I'm not joking. There's certain, like, there's like five people that have changed my life with, with words. One was a principal. One was my coach, Coach Denny Stalbum. Shout out to your boy. He goes, Evan, you were a child. <laughs> he goes, Evan, you were 16, 17 years old. He's like, this grown man did this to you? And when he said that, I was like, damn, you know what I was? I was a kid. Yeah. I never, but that just hit me. I was like, because I was over always feeling bad that I left. And for, I was like, he was like, Evan, you were a kid. He goes, it's, he goes, at the end of the day, it's just basketball. And I was like, I oh, man, it's one of those moments where I was like, because he, I was like blaming myself for all that slander. He was throwing up my way to like the stuff he would say to people like in the town about me. And I was like, that changed everything for me. So, so when I say, so there are certain ages where you just, you gotta, kids are kids, man. We're not yeah. talking about murder. Or or theft. I didn't want to play basketball for you for your high school team anymore. You know what I mean? He was like, Evan, it's all good. He goes, You're here in Germany, you're playing ball. Now it's all good, right? He goes, Everything's fine, right? Because you still play basketball, right? I go, yeah. And he's like, You see? <laughs> and I was like, but I was literally like, he had a he gave me some couch time in the middle of a practice one time, man. Cause we just we just got to talking about what, what my journey and stuff. Right. And it was, yeah, I think about that sometimes, man. Like, yo, you talking about a kid like that, man. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. So, like, I didn't really figure out my my um persona and who I was. So I was, like, late 20s. That's just me. Like, comfortable in your own skin. Getting comfortable in your own skin is the hardest thing to do. Still working on that? You know, because yeah. yeah. Flo, flow is hard, yeah. Flo. Mm -hmm. Flo is, flow is hard. And I so, mean, like, you can work on it your whole life. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, so so like, I was, I, I, I was, I was about, I was, let's be fair, I was about like thirty when I was like, yeah, cool. I think, I think this is me. Y'all, y'all help contribute for me personally. Hugs and kisses, brother. Hugs and kisses. 
Hey, listen, you my, you my brother. I, I you know, agree, you know, I, I, feel, you know I feel about you, brother. You know. What I mean. <laughs> I, mean, but I agree, listen, but it was super quick. As a, but anybody, but any, so anybody listening, the reason why I go on these rants sometimes because it, it all it always has a purpose. Because because if anybody listened to me and you ever felt you did something when you were a kid, like that was very small, like I just did, like let it go. Let it go. <laughs> let it, let, let I it was go. thinking the hey, same thing. Hashtag hashtag frozen man. Let it go, baby. Let it go. You know what I mean? You good? You're all right. You still here? Damn! I was like, yo, he's like, yo, shout out, yo, Danny Stallman. Hope you doing all right, brother. Uh, before we wrap this bad boy, what you got, Corey Jade on there? Is that you, Flobino.com? That is not me. I put that on there. Oh, put it. Talk talk about it. Talk about it. She was a former boot thing. She was uh, earlier, um, and you know that's honestly like I knew who she was, but it like kind of made me pay more attention to her. Shout out to Flobo voice on that, and uh, I just thought her and Roxanne had a phenomenal match. They did, brother. I Mm -hmm. personally believe this will be they will be each other's. like this rivalry. I don't want to be careful here. Anybody what you're about to say, to, be careful here. No, that's why I'm not naming names. I don't want to compare anybody. <laughs> this is but I believe be the next that Bret Hart or Shawn Michaels. <laughs> yeah, you know, don't I, do I what don't do what Flair did last week. I see it. I <laughs> right. see it. I, I believe their careers will be married to each other. Yeah. That they will face off at a WrestleMania. Ooh, I like that. Years I like that's a bold, that's a bold a, prediction, but yeah. that's the that's the goal though. Yeah, it's the goal, you know, and just watching their chemistry. Um, just how personal they've been getting with each other, the back and forth. I love when wrestlers stay in kayfabe on Twitter. It's one of my favorite things. That is so, kind of cool. You know, and then, you you, you know, I, I thought Booker T's commentary added some, um, you know, a little bit of color because of the fact that mm. Roxanne did come up through his developmental system um, through reality of wrestling. So I like that, you know, and I have no problem with him, you know, putting over, you know, his student. Yeah. Why Somebody not? He he's, pr- he's proud. He's proud. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I would expect the same thing when, you know, when Jack gets to the E to do stuff like that with people yeah, that right. come out of Santino Brothers. You know what I mean? Um, hey. So it, it's, it's that it's familiarity. Yeah. You know, yeah. and like we do it on this podcast all the time. So I, I just thought, you know, that was a phenomenal match. And, you know, this story and, you know, hopefully we'll see them go at it for the goal soon. But right now, I, I'm loving seeing stories with that there's no title present, but it's personal. And that's what I like. That's what drew me to wrestling. That's what kept me with wrestling is seeing not only the ones that are surrounded by the championships, but the ones that's also personal. Yeah, I like that. I like I like the way you said that. That's great. That's that's great stuff. And to your to your point, as far as putting things over, like Seth doesn't get to do it, but Seth has his own school too. But he doesn't get to do it too often. But anytime you hear him talk, he will he'll pull he'll he he puts over his students as well. Just just because it's a great thing to do. Like, put like this. Put people over, man. That's all yeah. I gotta say. Yeah. Just put, just put yeah, people over. It. it just it feels good. It feels good, man. That might it be does. the name of the episode. <laughs> put people over because it feels good, man. It does. Absolutely. I don't want to take it in a different direction, but I was going to go back to Cora Jade and this. We talked earlier at the beginning of the show. NXT is developmental. And I think Cora Jade is the perfect example of that. She's been wrestling for a long time. I mean, well, she's very young still, so maybe not as long as uh, I know what you're saying. No, like possible based on her age, but. The um, she's been wrestling for a long time, but NXT has been a great place for her to develop both yes. as a face, where she got to do that for a little bit, and they said, "Let's try, see what it's like, try now something as different, a heel, see how that works out." And now we're getting to see both these things, and she's coming into her own as a heel now, and this character, and that's what the can, development can be as well, as opposed to just shoving someone out onto the main roster and saying good luck. And that's I just Ooh. wanted to circle back and say because we see certain people like, well, they shouldn't be in developmental or act like developmental is a bad thing. No, it's just a place to try stuff out. And 
I think it's been really, really good for Cora Jade. Yeah, that harkens back to my original point about like the word developmental has a negative connotation typically when used. And I don't think that's always the case. As a matter of fact, I just don't think that's the case. Deve- developing, developing, I think is a good thing. You know, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's not like, of course you want to be developed, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, but if yeah. you're developing, what I'm trying to say is you're trending upwards. You know, if in, in, and I, and I like, I like that that's the place to do it without saying that, that, that it's a demotion that you go back down or Apollo goes down or Dominic goes down. Dijakovic, of course, goes down. And like I said, I just think it's really cool to see the growth of these, um, these superstars. You know, you, you get to be like, I got to watch these people on TV as opposed to wondering what they were doing in, in the, in the performance center. You get to actually watch them kind of perform and produce on, on live television each week. And I think it's kind of cool to see someone grow. Yeah, 100%. That's why I do the uh, level up thing on Friday night. Just sitting yeah, there yeah, yeah. and watching the rookies, you know. Oh, what is it? Oh, what is it? Oh, uh, Theory has a better chance cashing in on Dana Brooke. WWE. Uh, I, I, I remember seeing that. And Dana Brooke was so, like, I'm trying hard, guys. I'm like, yes, talking, you are, best bro. Dana Brooke says, talk is cheap. I work my ass off every single day and will not tolerate this shit anymore. I can promise you I'm the hardest working woman around. Never have I taken off work. Always work through injuries. Proved multiple times I can fit any position given and do it and any and given and do it with a smile. Yeah, I like when people stand up for themselves, whether it's Kayfabe I like when people not. stand up for themselves, but I don't like when people compare their hard work to other people's hard work. Everybody's hard work is different yeah. hard work, so why I do agree, we gotta compare hard work to hard work? I agree with that. No one ever compare hard work with hard work, um, just because you don't know the journey, the struggle, um, how what, what people do to get up in the morning, what they deal with. Yeah, so just you just do you, boo boo. But I like I like it. Seth Rollins might. Have, I don't know if you should have said that. Character, yeah. or no character. Character, or no character. Just eh, because I could get yeah. triggering me now. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house, everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It got me thinking Theory ain't gonna cash in now. And I swear. Y'all, I'm gonna tell you right now. Y'all think I'm crazy now. Let Austin Theory lose that money in the bank <laughs> via, via match, which he would never do in a million years because it doesn't make sense. You can't write it anyway to make it make sense. Let him lose that. You're gonna see a crazy, crazy black man on that man. What, what are your thoughts on him cashing on Braun Breaker? Because they no. teased it uh, on NXT last week. I he know. Did. No. Why not? You you gotta Why? sell advertisers. Charlotte did it. Was that Charlotte can, Charlotte can do that anything she wants? Royal Rumble. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Charlotte could do Charlotte could do anything, man. She has like ninety-seven titles. This is this young man. This young man's This young man will be his first his first title. Um, what is U.S. title champion? You know what yeah. I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but 
the U.S. title. That was kind of handed to him. Like right. Seth, Seth, Seth is making it special. Um, um, Bobby made it special. It was kind of handed to uh, the theory. You know, you know what I mean. Like this is yeah. he, he would have to he would have to beat a prominent person, especially current <laughs> present company is Roman Reigns. He'd have to be somebody prominent to make it make make it matter. Um, I don't think it makes sense for him to also as a character. He, he, I don't think he would. As a character, him not going for the Universal Championship would be his character saying, I can't beat Roman. Co- and I correct. don't think that character would understand Ever. that. Yeah, by any like, by any metric, unless you wrote it where he's literally a whole angle where he's like down in the dumps and he's right. just like, and he fights Roman and they threaten you. Like you have to write a whole angle for it to make sense yeah. to me. Why he Put it like this. It's not like it's a, a lesser title, but it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. I don't like to, I don't like to do, I don't like to do that, but it, it is on the grand scheme of things. When you're the face of the company, you don't have the NXT title. For yeah, example, yeah. The, the, for example, the, the sentiment out there was that Braun Breaker should have lost on Saturday, uh, Saturday anyway. Mm-hmm. That, was, that, was, that was the sentiment. The sentiment from, from, the, um, from people that were reading, they were like, the wrong person won. And I was surprised yeah. by that. I was actually surprised. Really? I was surprised. Are you sick? What? Yeah. Wait a minute. Was I, am I, am I in a pretend world where everybody was, was LeBron Breaker, he's the second coming. Uh, am I, am I, am I, am I, am I tripping? Because I could have sworn that's what people were like, you know what I mean? I'm a, I'm a, you know what I mean? I'm a, what's it going? I'm a dragon all guy. Yeah, I get you. I, <laughs> I, I love that dude. But, at, but the, uh, a cup of coffee ago, everybody's like, especially somebody on his panel talking <laughs> I, about him main event WrestleMania in a couple years. I think, he, I think he's fantastic. <laughs> yes. I yes. Yes. I'll take that one. I yes, Brian that, uh, Waters, that, that, uh, man. I'll try to Brian give me. Waters. I'll defend, I'll defend Braun Breaker. But, but I, I was just surprised everyone issue... was like, they want the strap off his shoulder, but not to get moved up. They just wanted it off him. Yeah. I, didn't, I, I think he's that. just done his time as champ. I don't really think there's much. You're thinking about it from that logic. I like your logic, but people yeah. were like, ah, he's milk toast." I was like, what's in? When did this happen? Oh, I, I can tell you exactly when this happened. Tell, please, when he, I would please when let he, me know. When, when Braun won the NXT title off of Dolph Ziggler, and it was like, okay, maybe this might be the rub, and nothing changed. It went back to a status quo, and then mm. people felt that their time wasn't invested. And so everyone like gets lined up, and everyone gets knocked out. You beat mm. Tyler Bate, Tyler Bate disappears like a level one video game boss, never to be mm. seen again. So it's like, okay, Braun, you will be dominant, but you don't really win in a convincing fashion. I can't really get behind you. So, you br- the entrances are great, but you're not really hitting. So it. tell me the oh. difference between because I'm not. I think you. I know. I think you're right about that. Tell me the difference between that and then Roman. I think the <laughs> difference with Roman and with this is right now Braun Breaker is in a situation where all of his rivalries for the past few months have literally just been, "I'm the next one up. I challenge you next." There's that's no. Ro- real that's story Roman's run gun. The, the difference between no, Roman, I think, Roman though has has stories built around the bloodline that make his rivalries and his matches mean kind something. Of, kind of. That, um, that's the secret sauce. Roman can peace out for six weeks and Braun can't do that because there's no secondary characters to, to make ooh, the story roll. Okay, like, okay, okay, okay. But like literally, Dragunov came out of nowhere on NXT 2.0 to challenge. And before him was JD McDonough who literally came out of nowhere. And before him was Tyler Bate who literally came out of nowhere. Of if, course, you don't watch, if you don't watch NXT UK, UK. Yeah. Exactly, but to the NXT 2.0 crowd, it's just he came some out of person. Before that, Dolph Ziggler out of nowhere. Like, who who are these people that he's having these matches? After that, with? it's gonna be Randy Orton out of nowhere because it all <laughs> KO. But listen, <laughs> go, and go, then go, Braun's go. gonna win. No, but the, the point is, Probably. like, that's so it's boring because there's no story. I'm and we're getting these people who are just kind of coming out of nowhere 
where when Roman Reigns, like we're already talking about how there have been issues where Kevin Owens have kind of rubbed the bloodline the wrong way or where different characters have kind of rubbed the bloodline the wrong way. So when these matches happen, there's a little bit of organicness to it where with Braun Breaker, I'm just waiting to see this week who the random person is that goes, I want a shot at the title. It's very, it's very interesting you guys arrived at this because I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm telling you right now. We run back the tape, Brian H. Waters. Waters? Mm-hmm. The man with the shoe shirt said exactly what Jack said way back when. I <laughs> said, this is the problem you're going to run into. I am telling you, I know for a fact I said it. 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 I seen it a mile away. I said, what's he going to be? Is he going to be the guy that just does that? Or is there going to be layers to him? Ah, we're good. I go, I don't know if we are. I don't know if we are. I think it's cute now, but I go later down the road. We're going to have this moment. So I was stunned when I was reading people on Twitter being like, what the F? I go, oh, wait a minute now. Hold on now. I thought we was all team Braun Breaker. What happened to you? Hold on, Braun. Braun, I'm sorry. Now, now, now that when people do that, I'm inclined to start rocking with you. Everybody jumping ship. Let me jump back on the ship and start patching up the hull. You know what I mean? Maggie going to start hammering the, the hull together since y'all want to let the Braun Breaker ship just fall apart. What I'm trying to say is, then what? Then what? Because I'm pretty sure Melo's going to get a call up. He's definitely going to be in the Rumble. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Carmelo's like, but, time is... Oh yeah, he's, 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 he's due. ready. He's due. He's developed. He's, he's due. <laughs> he's Carmelo. He's Carmelo Hayes. The dude came out the womb ready, man. So he's fine. You know, he's, he's, he's like, he's I'm a miss. sweet. Nah, he's like, I'm a sweet, humble brother, too. I go, I know, man. I met you at the bar, man. You were chilling, bro. This dude is dope as hell, man. Mm-hmm. Pull up. Every time I see somebody, I really like, I pull him to the side. Yo, listen, man. You really good, man. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> he's sure, like, thank sure. you, my brother. <laughs> but anyway, no, listen. But Braun Breaker, does he get the call up? Does he, or when does he get the call up? What, what, what happens when he does get the call up? Because to Flobo's point a few weeks back, it is getting very, very, very messy up there. It's getting very, it's getting, there's a whole bunch of people. It's like, listen, I, I don't, I don't mind a good gumbo in my damn self, but you can't just put everything in gumbo. You know what I mean? You can't just put it. You can't just put 75 different things in gumbo. Eventually, the gumbo ain't going to hit the same. And, and Triple H got a big old pot of gumbo. He got all kinds of meats and veggies and things inside of it right now. And then this metaphor, they're the wrestlers, guys, and the gumbo. And another Braun Breaker added to the gumbo might make the gumbo not taste good. So what? where's Braun Breaker go? That's the question that I think Triple H is having to answer right now. It's just not just Braun, but everyone. Because you're right. It's a very crowded roster. I will say, though, something they've been smart about is they've just been, they've not, they don't have everyone on every week like they used to have. Like, did they Kevin do that Owens, though? Didn't they have people in the back? No, I mean, they had people in the back, but like Kevin Owens is a featured player. So he wasn't on this week. Yeah, but here goes my, this, here goes my like, problem. You're not wrong, Jack. Here goes my problem. When Vince did it, why, why did Vince get, get, get flack when Vince did that? Why, why when Triple H does it, it's, 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 it's the plan. That's what, that's the stuff that bothers me. It's going to change. Because it I was think, the same, because it was the same thing. Remember? I, I think Someone the magic four-letter word plan is the, the issue. But, see, no, but, but, you know, but you know what I mean, though? Like, is it a plan? I think it's being assumed it's a plan. What I'm, just, what I'm trying to say is Vince never got that benefit when one of someone's favorite was in the back, hanging out in the back. But when Triple H does it, it's... There's a plan for oh, Kevin Owens. Yeah, Vince, That's Vince not never, fair. Vince always That's not got fair. A hard, uh, uh, 
People would never give Vince any slack for anything. That's what I'm trying to I'll, say. I'll give you that. <laughs> That's but not fair at all, man. Speaking, yeah. Like when so-and-so was in the back for like two weeks, like they're burying him. Kevin Owens is in the back for two weeks. Everything's fine. Wait a minute, y'all. That's not fair. That's not, come on, man. Yeah, no, you're, uh, you're right about that. Vince gets, Vince gets no leeway when it comes to creative stuff at all. Even when good stuff happens, people will actually 90% act like of the industry? in spite of Vince, you know? Uh, Everyone's favorite wrestler? Right. No, you're right. Exactly. Like, like well, the whole Roman Reigns thing started with Vince, but no one you says, wow, Vince really, me. Vince really figured that out. So it, you're right about that. That's my well, only problem. My only problem. What's up, Flo? I'm just saying skyscraping shanky's rotting away. Uh, okay, no. Um, <laughs> my, my, my thing is about Braun Breaker is uh, here's a hot take. I don't think he's ready. I don't okay. think he's ready for the main roster. We talk Ooh, about okay, the, tell me, it, tell me what's missing in your mind. If you're telling me that NXT is developmental and mm-hmm. people should go when they're ready, you can the only people who are saying he should go now are those who go, I saw him for four months and I'm tired of seeing him NXT. Let's change mm-hmm. scenery. But mm-hmm. his promos are just him like I'm strong. His intros are the same. Uh his spear is actually better than Edge's, which is a good thing, because Edge is a Hall of Famer. Right? Edge is the bottom, bottom tier of spears. Bottom tier, not even the best yeah. spear in his household. Uh he's better than that. <laughs> but but at the same time, it's really what who is Braun Breaker? But and the, and the thing is that the whole familiar connection isn't really pronounced like Dominic. Like it, it really feels like there is still some things to be molded from Braun now. It is better than what the years years before, but I want a direction of Braun when he gets called up. Let me ask you this. Outside mm-hmm. of Paul Heyman, what is different from Braun Breaker than the debuting Brock Lesnar, who was oh. just a big phenom athlete? He's better than Braun, he's better than Braun Breaker. He's better for 20 years. Yeah, 20 years. years because it was a thing having quote unquote amateur wrestlers show up and having this person so and Paul Heyman so attuned with wrestling being this guy's the next big thing and they gave him that title match at SummerSlam they changed King of the Ring they gave him that title match at SummerSlam yeah. and even but, then we were like he's not ready for it and he was yeah. a champ he yeah. was a champ back but that's what I'm yeah. saying though is if if Braun was in those situations with a Paul Heyman guiding him and put it like it's, we're saying he's not ready and all this and I'm not saying you're wrong but is yeah. it really that different than one of the biggest names in the history of wrestling? Like, is it that quick to say? Just that? Basically, you're just saying that like that, yeah. Yeah, because Brock Lesnar actually had, quote, unquote, real-world athletic achievements, right? So even if you didn't believe him, like, on a on yeah. surface level, he was a, he was a, cha- he was a champion. He was a champion. He was a No, but you know what I'm saying? He was a national champion. I rescind my, my last no, you know, No, but on a, no, on a serious note, though, like, Brock was like a, he was like a wrestling champion, you know what I mean? Like, he was Greco, yeah. Greco-Roman, like, superstar. But not even this, that. I told you, it goes back to my box office thing. I just felt, I felt it with Brock even then, even then. I felt, yeah, I, you know, I felt Brock, it. I felt Brock, it. Brock blew me away, by the way. Just yeah, that's what I mean. Like, and that's and that's the box office feel you're talking about when you're like, what the hell's going on? That's what Brock made me feel, especially when he's built the big old shoulders and the traps and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, that dude's a monster. Braun does not, with no disrespect, it's not, that's not that's not his fault. It's my fault. I don't I don't see it yet. When I, I say I don't dope. see it, it ain't their fault. It's I my think fault. Like for me, when I made the statement, I'm gonna be, you know, be straight up. I was looking at trajectory, right? Oh, no, I, I knew your statement made sense. Your statement made sense. Bro. You said, I, I, you said but, a few years. <laughs> but after, like, the uh, point Flobo brought up about the night after WrestleMania, when he got the belt back, it felt like he flatlined. And even then, I was like, uh, let me start pulling the curtain back on this one, because I thought he was going to keep going up, 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 up. But now, you know, I, I, I'm still wanting more, because he's not making me turn on NXT 
on Tuesdays the way he was, was in the wintertime. This was ever Max Fear, y'all. I'm just letting y'all know. I'm just, this is my thing, man. I could, I've been wrong before. before. This is my thing. I, I don't, it's not like he can't get, I just don't see it. Don't it, see, that. don't see the box office. It is, it is an interesting situation for him. I, I, I made the Brock comparison. But I'm not saying he's Brock Lesnar. I just no, you should, you're just making, I know, but, you're just making a cover. You, we, you got but, it. He, he never is, gonna say that. <laughs> Brock, no, Brock, uh, Brock is one of my all time. Like, I, I was, know where you I feel, but I know, I know where you Brock. land on Brock. So I'm not gonna so, accuse you. I like Cowboy you. Brock. No, I'm but, like, no, Cowboy Brock. Listen, like Viking Cowboy Brock is my favorite Brock of all time. But, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, Brock was the first one. I was like, I've watched wrestling for a long time. I've seen Rey Mysterio take on the Big Show, but I just can't imagine anyone beating Brock Lesnar when he first debuted. I was like, this guy is just unstoppable. But the point is, I was gonna say with Braun. He's in a tough spot because I, you're right. I don't know if I would say he's necessarily ready for the main roster for all the things we've talked about. At the same time, though, he is done with NXT. Like he feels bigger. Than I agree NXT. with that. And I, agree I don't. With that. I don't feel like he's should be there anymore. But at the same time, what? Yeah. What does he do on the? Like who does he beat on the main roster? What does he come in and do? Because who's who is there for him to have matches with that you want to see him beat? I can't. Watch everybody beat Chad Gable. Like he, he needs something, and I don't know what it is. Um, yeah, what, what's going? What's if if you need have any indication on how the company feels about certain people is when they feature him on major pay per views, featured him on a major pay per view, when they let him wave, and the crowd didn't know who the hell he was, and then they had then the Kia the Kia Lions, um, wave and and she that she's the hot new the hot new trend because Drake followers her and all this other kind of stuff like that you know so <laughs> but like I said you know I'm, y'all remember me months back when I was like oh she's a star I was like yeah I gotta you know just yeah because well can I just say real quick uh, and I'm not, and I know look I'm just gonna say I think an idea of having someone who's built like a powerhouse that does strikes is a novel concept. We need more of that. But Nikita is like, stop doing that. <laughs> it's like, but my, my, I'm going to chill out and not do that. <laughs> my, my thing is we have to be careful with the, um, uh, getting your, your, your fame off of my people's skin tone. <clears throat> that's what we have to, we have to be careful with that. We have to be, we have to be careful with that because that's where it's trickling into. And that kind of, it kind of ruffles my feather sometimes. Because um, because there's black people there, that's why I get. Then that's that's when I start getting real. I start seeing the 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 tones and the inflections and the yeah. That's when I get a little serious about the wrestling stuff, and I get I'm like, okay, right. she's good, but mm, would she be good without that stuff? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I've been seeing that for a long time. It's just, it's just wearing me out, bro. I'm cl- getting closer to forty, man. It's just starting to wear me out. People piggybacking off my, people piggybacking off my people's greatness, but not giving us the props we deserve. It just starts bothering me anytime I see it, man. And she's dangerously close to that. Dangerously close to that. Wish her well, though. <laughs> Wish her well. But I'm just, I gotta, I gotta say it, man, because ain't nobody else gonna say it. I gotta say it. Ugh, blah. So yeah, everybody, get ready. It's gonna happen. Get ready. But um, I don't want to turn this into a Debbie Downer. But um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Brett Hart's well, overrated. Well, well, no. And anybody <laughs> listening to sound my voice, you know I ain't wrong. though. let's keep it a buck. You know I ain't wrong. Brian know I ain't wrong. Don't play with me, Brian. You know I ain't wrong. You know I. Ain't. You know I ain't wrong about what I'm saying. You know it. You know it, I'm Brian H. Waters. <laughs> so I dare disagree. I dare. Right. I know. Right. <laughs> he won't. He won't. I know. Listen, me and Brian know. But anyways, um. Yeah, but listen, with Braun, with Braun, I, I don't, when I, um, 
like I said, there's no, I don't have any issue with him at all. He's a, he's a young, he's a young competitor. His father was a, was an all time great, you know, and, and much as they try to, they, they act like they don't want to reference it, but they do reference it. And you know what I mean? It's, um, you know what I mean? So like, it's, they want him to stand on his own, but then sometimes they don't as far as, cause when you, when, anytime you do the, the, the barking thing, that's your dad. You know what I, you know what I mean? Like that, that's, that, that's your father. So, so just let me know what you guys want to do. Cause I don't think it's, there's nothing wrong with paying homage to somebody that helped make you, you know, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Cause he, cause he's, you're going to be your own man because that's who you are. You're not, you're not, your name is, your name is Braun Breaker. You know what I mean? And I like that Braun Strowman's back with Braun Breaker. I like it. Cause the, one of the old Vince McMahon rules is the, the same name thing. You know what I mean? So I like that yeah. they're going against the status quo. Cause there's going to be a moment where they're on the same roster together. I think that's cool. You know what I mean? They're spelled differently, but it sounds the same. I like it. You know, it's like there and there. You know what I mean? So like it's <laughs> Nikki Cross, Carrion Cross. Yeah, good. why yeah, why not, man? If you book it the right way, it's all good. But um I just Plus, I just want to have the same name. In yeah, real you life. know what I mean? Like, like damn, it, just, it, it happens. I know yeah. this is stage, though. This is stage. This is I know, I know. I actually like the logic. You can't have 15 Michaels. I get it. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? <laughs> right. Like cages and pages. <laughs> down in Jacksonville. Don't you? Oh Lord Jesus! But listen, now, so I'm so I'm pulling so I'm pulling for the young man to see what he's going to do and who he's going to go against and how he's going to fit into the roster because the roster is getting really big, big for the right reasons though. I ain't counting WWE's pockets; they got the money. You know, you know what I mean? I ain't counting their pockets. Y'all do what y'all want to do. I'm just saying for the roster spots to get, it's getting it's getting full. And people want Adam Cole back. I'm one of them. But let we all talk about what cross that bridge we come to. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> sounds like that might not be for a long time. Though. So, based on based on yeah, like listen, <laughs> based on a contract, even if regardless of the situation, it sounds like that might not happen for a very long yeah, time. Yeah, when you when you get when you get to a situation and you um you chase a bag, it's because probably maybe you're getting a little emotional. He might he should have just signed a year deal and just called it a day. You know? But um, you can't anticipate knowing what was going to happen. No one really saw the regime change except the regime. You know, only yeah. the regime knew that was happening. They, that doesn't happen overnight like everyone thought. Just because we got abreast of the situation later, that was always happening. They were, they, so like, so like they knew was what I'm trying to say. Like, but if he knew, he would have stayed his butt put because he'd be WWE champion like next day. <laughs> Triple yeah. H loves Mr. Bay Bay. But listen. And it's um, easy to look back in hindsight, but yeah, have been like, calling I for the end stayed. of Vince McMahon for 10 years, <laughs> by the way. Like, so. Those are people who probably waited a very long time for that, and it never happened. So you can't fault anyone. So you can't fault anybody for going to a, a, a rival company that does pay you well, and you know what I mean, yada yada yada. But um, yeah, um, for uh, last uh, last thing of business before we wrap this show up, I just wanted to give the quick condolences, Kevin Nash's son Tristan, that passed away. Um, I know it happened days ago, but we don't do the show until Tuesdays, and I wanted to wait and, and give those condolences to Kevin Nash and his family, and um, him losing a son way too soon. And uh, I'm sure he has a whole bunch of people that he knows giving him the support. And he does not know me at all, but I just uh, take it upon ourselves in this show. And I think we have a responsibility to, as people that enjoyed his matches and enjoy, uh, and even enjoying them and something, something as early as like Turtles 2, things like that, where people give you joy and, and bring you excitement. Uh, and then something happens to somebody that's close to them or them, you um, uh, are coming upon us to uh, give condolences. And so I just want to say condolences to Kevin Nash and his family. and um, his son, um, your God rest his soul. So, yeah. Um, that's the podcast, fellas. That's it. Ladies that listen, that's it. Um, any, as, as per usual, any questions, comment, concerns, or beef, y'all can find my DM. Y'all know where your boy at. I'm all public. 
So, how about your boy? Uh, Brian H. Waters and uh, Jack Farmer and Lobo Boys. Uh, brother, yeah. I appreciate you because I know you're out. I know you're doing things. So, thanks for pulling up, brother. Always, um, enjoy, enjoy your, um, enjoy the festivities out there. Try to grab a nice little buffet somewhere if you, if you're in the buffets. Yes, I am. Okay, not everybody's not in the, I, you know, I've, I've actually met a person that's not into buffets. I was like, oh, okay, you know what? Mm. You, you just hate life. Right. <laughs> like my dad would have as Coca-Cola. much of anything. That's what <laughs> my dad would always say, like, every time I would say, I never saw this, he would always say this line that always sticks with me. He would say, keep living. It's like my favorite thing my father always says to me, keep living. And that's always means like, Keep living, you'll see a bunch of things you never thought you'd see. And every time he used to say that when I was a kid, and as I got older, he's absolutely right. I said, I never thought I'd see a Filipino I didn't like. That happened. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I was like 100% on Filipinos. They're never bad, ever. They're never mean, angry, spiteful. And then I had a, I had a, 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 I had a then I worked with him, and he was nasty. And I was like, Where are you from? I knew where he was from. Where are you? He's like, Oh, I'm from the Philippines. I was like, <laughs> the confusion and I, and I, 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 I went home I go back guess what happened this dude broke the street she was like the Filipino street <laughs> she knew wait hold yes. on <laughs> she knows this is the best my marriage she knows about all my eccentricities I was spending my I met like a hundred Fili- I was like how are you messing up I used to because that's what I would go I'd be like you'll never meet a bad Filipino in your life He's like nasty, mean, rude, rude to women, rude to people. Oh, oh man. And I, I said, first thing I thought was, my dad was like, keep living. I told you, you see it. I'm like, I didn't want to see that one. So I actually met the person that doesn't like buffets. Mm-mm. You know, I really don't, you know, really don't like, you really don't get that much. You only like one plate. You know, I'm like, you don't know how to stack properly then. Yeah, exactly. There's, a, there's an art form to a buffet. He's an you amateur. Have to, you have to, he's an amateur. You have to pace yourself. Yep. You have to go, you know what I mean? You got you to work your way up. You got to you know you avoid I mean? that stuff that fills you up. There's certain stuff no, You can't go rice. You. If you go to the Chinese buffet, you can't just go straight rice. No, you got to, you got to. You don't get filled up. We got to, we got to do a tutorial on how to go through a buffet. I feel like there's some people who just don't So understand. the hater listening to me that, that doesn't like buffets, man. Shame on you. <laughs> but we out. Show's over. Brian got too much copping to do. Sorry, bro. 